They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini Boys. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Combini Boys podcast. This week, we mark our hundredth episode by taking a walk down memory lane and looking back on some of our favorite episodes throughout the years. Then, Matt has a big announcement concerning the return of the much-loved Combini tournament. Now let's head over to the boys. Hey, Mike. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Oh, it's going really well. You know, uh, episode 100, Mike. 100. Good God. Hard to believe. It is hard to believe. Yeah, I thought we'd get to around like episode six, episode seven, and then <laughs> it was going to fall off. But uh, almost every week we've been coming back since the start of COVID to talk Convini. And uh, maybe even a bigger surprise has been how much the Convini has offered to talk about. Yeah, that's. I think that's the thing that we were most worried about when we first started the podcast is... Yeah, like you said, what are we going to talk about on episode 10? You know, because, but then, but then we started looking through the weekly counts of items that were being brought out. And I remember, I feel like we both had this moment of like, we can do this forever. And the Convini, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's even greater than I ever even thought it was it's it's truly a remarkable enterprise yeah and um not just new items but we've said this a few times but just boneless chicken boneless chicken itself we've done 100 episodes and i'm gonna say probably 94 93 94 of those have included discussion around a new boneless chicken item as part of the chicky wars i never thought the convini would have that much to offer with boneless fried chicken and you could probably do something similar with other categories like canned cocktails. Oh yeah. Uh, onigiri certainly. Onigiri. You could do a whole podcast on conveni onigiri. It's, you probably uh, that's a good point. You 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 definitely could. Each week just pick up a new onigiri and uh, have at it. That's actually a really cup you know, ramen the same thing. There's always a new cup ramen or noodle thing coming out. I mean really it's uh it's a relentless Grind. enterprise. It's it's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible what the Convini has to offer, and it's been such a joy to unlock it these yes. past 100 episodes. It has, and I gotta say, Matt, you know, regardless of you know, now that we have thousands, I mean, probably millions of listeners each episode, you know, the thing that really uh, is best is just ish. yeah, about 300. Um, the thing is, Matt, this has just been great to do with you for three years. You know, get to talk with my with my best friend each week about the Combini. It's pretty much as, a, as good as it gets. And um, I know our moms are, are happy about that too. So uh, Actually, I think my mom stopped listening. So we did lose oh who I thought would be a forever oh listener. Yeah. But uh, she keeps telling me she's going to catch up. It just hasn't happened, Mike. So <laughs> I think my mom, unfortunately, is, has stopped listening as yeah. well, Matt. So. Yeah. So we actually, yeah, we lost the moms. Well, that's okay. <laughs> We have a whole maybe bunch can... of dedicated fans, 300 or so. That's true. And maybe we can get, we can, you know, the 100th episode, that's a big one. So maybe we can get our moms to, like, get back on, you know. Yeah, maybe well, get them. I have to broadcast that to them. Get back on the train, yeah. yeah exactly. All right, Matt. Well, 
Okay, I mean, it's been an awesome 100 episode, awesome three years. But um, Matt, I was looking through some of the the episodes that we've made over the years, and I just kind of wanted to um, just throw a couple names at you. Okay. Um, anything that sparks, you know, uh, a good memory or anything. Again, 100 episodes. Um, episode two, Matt, drinkable cheese tart and goobo. Um, what does, uh, does that ring any bells? Drinkable cheese tart? Pablo's cheese. cheese. I'm thinking Pablo. Pablo yeah. came to mind. Is that the Pablo cheese tart, Mike? That is, that is undoubtedly Pablo cheese tart. That was, this, uh, like this, I said. This is one of the great things about the convenience. This is one of the great things about Japan. Yeah. In Japan, you get these stores. They sell one thing, and that's all they do, and they get really good at it. And there's a store that opened up making something called the Pablo Cheese Tart. <laughs> I still don't really know what this is. That's all they made. They made Pablo Cheese Tarts, and then it took off. You know, they were super popular, and so the Konbini, I can't remember which one. Maybe it was uh, Lawson, I think, picked mm-hmm. up the Pablo Cheese Tart and began distributing versions of it different forms i guess in this case it was a drinkable one all throughout japan so you have this niche business i mean ultra we make one thing the pablo cheese tart now the convenience is going to say hey people like that thing let's broadcast it throughout the country and they do this all the time it's fantastic yeah oh yeah no i i yep i think pablo's cheese tart has a, a special uh place in the the history of our our of our uh podcast all right man i'm gonna run through a couple more lawson's mayo onigiri regional tournament i think that was one of the the first great campaigns we picked up i think that was all each prefecture had their own or each region had their own mayo themed um onigiri um another one uh episode nine legendary family chicky tales extraordinary feats of juice I think maybe my favorite episode of all time. I, I don't know. I, that was episode was, nine, huh? That was early nine. days. That was early days, the first one of those. Well, I have a feeling, Mike, the feats of juice are going to be coming back soon. Yes, sir. Uh, we'll be announcing more later this episode. But no doubt about it, Mike, the family chicky throughout mm-hmm. our 100 episodes has played an important role in the podcast, important role on our Twitter feed. Yes. And... I don't think there's any question in my mind at this point that the Fami Chicky is the best item at the Konbini. We'll see. That is what pe- people said before, at least. Um, and that's, I think, we both agree. But uh, like you said, there there is an announcement. Um, so I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here. But all right, Matt, another one that I know that you really loved. Um, this is a, episode 18 and 19 Kambini Dreams in Okinawa and Fami Ricky, the Family Mart and Choshu Ricky tag team. <laughs> well, this was probably my favorite episode, Mike, because it combined our two great loves, the Kambini and professional wrestling. And this was an outstanding campaign oh featuring, my. had a lot of layers to it, because first it was an Okinawa campaign, which you yeah. got to love featuring items that yeah. come out of Okinawa. But then they had the professional Choshu Riki, an absolute legend in Japanese wrestling. And I learned from you, Mike, that uh, he was inventor of the sharpshooter. That's exactly right. The the scorp, what was it? The uh... <laughs> scorpion garlic press or something? No, it was the scorpion really... deathlock. The scorpion oh, deathlock. Scorpion deathlock. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, and it was just like this, not washed up, although probably washed up, kind of, I don't know, 60-ish year old guy, big Mm -hmm. old beer belly, and he was just cranking out huge items. 
yeah. more pork, more pork, more pork was kind of the uh, the theme of that one. But that was a great episode. I think that, that was, was my favorite. Yeah, I, I you often say, yeah, I know, I know you love that one. Episode nineteen, that would be if people want to listen. Um, all right, episode twenty, we made it to YouTube. So we've been on YouTube now for eighty episodes, Matt. Um, uh, skipping ahead, episode twenty-five. I thought this is a pretty pretty important one for us. Highway robbery, Combini Christmas cake. Um, well, Mike, this is. I haven't done this year's analysis yet, but. Um... <laughs> one is coming. It just takes a while because there are a lot of numbers to crunch. Mm-hmm. They're not large numbers, by the way, yeah. which is the problem. Um, cake. Cake and pizza, Mike. These are the two industries in Japan that we are convinced are run by some organized criminal network. Yeah. Because yeah. if you look at the dimensions on these Christmas cakes, mm-hmm versus the prices of these Christmas cakes. It's really outrageous. You're paying several dollars per bite. And even production-wise, you know, we're sold these images. I I actually don't even know how you can build cakes this small with this much impressive detail, but they managed to do it, and they charge an outrageous amount of money. This week's, this this year's analysis will be coming in a newsletter uh, later this month. All right. Keep your eyes out for that. Um, yeah, no doubt highway, highway robbery. Um, Matt, going ahead, um, you know, we had the, the Combini tournament, and that was exciting. And I think my favorite episode that came out of that uh, was Rip Can Coffee. Um, and that was uh, – I, I really liked that one because that, that was your guy. Um, Can Coffee went down, and not only did it lose, it lost, it, it lost to, to Drip Coffee, right? Um, it did. It lost to drip coffee, Mike, and uh, you know that one still stings. But you too faced a devastating loss. We both suffered tragically yeah. in that 2020 tournament. Mm-hmm. Makari Sweat okay. went down. I think it was in the final four. It was close. I I, I can't remember. I, I believe I, it lost I, to Tuna Mayo Onigiri. I think I'm it did too. Thinking. Yes, it did. Yeah. I. I will say, though, the reason I really love this episode, I'd recommend people to go back and listen. Episode 34 is we both give eulogies about various items that lost throughout the uh, tournament. I thought that was maybe some of the (laughs) the best stuff we've done. (laughs) All right. All right, Matt. Um, Okay, so skipping ahead, um, episode 39 to 43, that's when we did the Beyond the Big Three series. Um, where we first took oh. like a deep look at like Seiko Mart mini stop. I can't believe that um, that was, you know, episode 40 that it took us that long to like take a deep dive into the other non top three convenies. Yeah, Mike. Well, uh, and there should be more, by the way, but there's been a roll up happening over the last yeah. decade or so. Circle K was my favorite convenience that got rolled up by Family Mart. Mm-hmm. But no, that was a real joy, Mike. And, um, you know, still, there is one convenience neither of us has been to, and this this needs to happen, but uh, Seiko Mart. Yeah. In uh, actual real life, uh, mm-hmm. not podcast life, we've not been to Seiko Mart, which is. Uh, run in Hokkaido and we came across Seiko Mart through a Reddit forum. Of course, everything is bad on Reddit, including this post that claimed the best fried chicken was at Seiko Mart. Yeah. Um, but we don't know for sure. Uh, we have to find out. So that's, uh, that's on the bucket list to head up to Seiko Mart. Yep. As soon as you get over to Japan, that's what we're doing. Um, Yes, uh, but um, okay. our impressive creativity of reflecting on all these different episodes that we've done. Right, I know. That's yeah, why I was picking good. up so many items. I was like, "Wow, hey, this is actually pretty good." 
All right, episode 47, 7-Eleven Strikes Back. This was a... Um, can you explain this uh, this epic... Um... We need to follow up on this story, Mike. We this do, was actually yeah. being tracked by major news outlets like the New York Times. <laughs> but we were ahead of it. Um, yeah, so this was a big movement happening in industry where convenient franchise owners were pushing back against headquarters for more... A reasonable working condition, specifically around hours. Uh, mm -hmm. A gentleman who owned a franchise, 7-Eleven franchise, found himself working at the onsen, for instance, because mm -hmm. uh, he couldn't find help, uh, demanding 24 hours, seven days a week mm -hmm. uh, by headquarters. And he just wanted to close down shop yep. in the really the wee hours of the morning, like two to four or something like this. It was a modest request. And headquarters said, no, you can't do that. And he said, I'm going to do it anyway. So they, they destroyed this man. They, they, they unplugged him from their supply chain, from their mm -hmm. from their uh, POS system. Mm -hmm. He was left. It looked like a scene from The Last of Us, Mike. You know, six onigiri on the shelf. A sign on the window said cash only. Um, he managed to continue operating by buying products from, I think, grocery stores and reselling them. And then 7-Eleven said okay you want to play ball we'll play we'll, we'll play ball uh you may own you may own that store but we own the land on which mm -hmm. that store sits they opened a competing 7-eleven in his parking lot a uh, pop-up tent um just vicious really vicious business tactics and um i don't know what's happened since then we should follow up on that story yeah we, we need to i would imagine you know at 7-eleven strikes back i think it seemed things were starting to tip in 7-Eleven's favor because... Tip. Tip. <laughs> <I'd say so. laughs> he might be just done. I think he was done. I, I think, think it was the last step was they, you know, Molotov cocktail place. I mean, what's left to do after you do something like that to something that's terrible? <laughs> All right, Matt. Yeah, so if anybody, you know, go back and listen. I think we actually were covering this, like, back in, like, the first couple episodes when they first turned off his... Uh, his uh, credit card um, credit access. Card. <laughs> so this is a long time coming. Um, all right, a couple other episodes that really stuck out. Episode fifty-three, keeping a watch at the convenience with Patrick Saint Michel. That was a that was a great one. Having having the legend himself on. That was um, great. Yeah, Patrick Saint Michel. He was he wrote uh, what was the name of the convenience watch? Convenience watch. Name of the column. Everybody yeah. should subscribe. He actually writes a very good newsletter, weekly newsletter. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could remember the name. It's about Japanese uh, pop music. It's a superb weekly, actual weekly newsletter. Impressive yeah. output he has. Also, very funny. I was he was a Super fabulous guest. We got to get awesome. him back on the show. Yeah, yeah, we have to. We have to for sure. Um, all right, so a couple more here, Matt. Before we uh, before we switch, um, Matt versus Melon Pan. If you're talking about my top three episodes, this is definitely in there. Matt versus Melon Pan. This is a. Uh, this is an episode where we had a sort of like Kamini court case, courthouse. Um, Matt was debating against Melon Pan. I was debating for Melon Pan. Um, and I think in the end, um, the facts came out and Melon Pan is good and loved, you know, throughout uh, the world. I still disagree, but yeah, the, um, the jury said otherwise. And uh, people do think Melon Pan is good. I yeah. still do not. Um, all right. A um, couple more, Matt. Uh, the Kambini Olympics. This was kind of a high point uh, for us. Um, the Kambini Olympics. Maybe not the episode itself, but just sort of the the sort of like 
situation of um, the Olympics taking place in Japan and none of the, you know, no one who came to like see the Olympics could get outside of uh, this like bubble. And so all these reporters were eating at uh, convenience stores. And um, so, yeah, that was like people were, you know, loving, you know, the, the convenience was big news for, for that for those couple weeks. And not only that, but um, we made some friends uh, at the yeah. New York Times little That's right. Modest, oh, yeah. Minor publications. We were in we were we were on the front page of the New York Times below the oh, fold. So yeah, modest yeah. mistake by sure. whoever runs that organization <laughs> on top of the fold. But uh, in the LA Times and then we had um I can't remember his name. He was a Canadian journalist, Devin something. Yeah. He was uh, instrumental in promoting the conveni while covering the Olympics, but uh, we were coaching him. We mm -hmm. we became his conveni coach. Uh, while he was in Japan, and sure enough, his halls got better and better. Yeah. Uh, no doubt, because of our coaching over those two weeks. No doubt, yeah. There was a lot of coaching. We were, I mean, man, our our phones were ringing off the off the hook, Matt. Yeah, that I was mean, weird when the that New was York really Times weird. slips into your DMs. <laughs> L.A. Times, New York Times. Yeah, it was very very exciting time. Um, all right, Matt. Um, just a couple of more. Final Fantasy Fried Chicken. Um, this is kind of a sleeper. I really like this one. This is there was this fabled Final oh. Fantasy Fried Chicken, but like we couldn't get it. It wasn't being sold, and they but there was like this whole they had a whole hotline number dedicated to this fried oh, chicken. Oh, I remember that. This was a uh, uh, this was a um, Karagekun. That was like a tie up with the new Final Fantasy, the Light and Dark Crystal or something. That was quite an adventure. Um, I don't actually remember what happened. I think that's the only item we've ever seen where it did have a dedicated hotline. <laughs> that's right. They were expecting so much volume for this yeah. fried chicken. You know, it kind of is so 7-Eleven had those Pokemon Onigiri come out a couple oh, yeah. of weeks ago. I wonder if, I, I think that could use some kind of hotline as well. That, that sure. Was, that people were pumped up about that. But that yeah, that was hilarious that they had yeah. an actual phone number to call <laughs> specifically about the final fantasy karaoke-kun yeah. all right and then just um just one last one um this was episode 76 and 77 the kamini boys american tour and royal farms aju and costco this um you know this was special to me so this was last year we um when i was home in the states we uh we got together we recorded our first live episode um, and then we went out and did some uh, eating at uh, Royal Farms, Aljou, and Costco. Um, and Or eating at Aljou, I don't know exactly what that's. But anyways, Matt, the thing I really liked about this episode and kind of made me feel a little nostalgic or maybe a little bit sad, not sad, happy. But, you know, if we, the, one of the reasons that we started doing this podcast is because of COVID. Um, mm -hmm. And I think because of COVID, it's also like the reason that we haven't been able to like get together, you know, to like, I think in a non-COVID world, if we were doing this ep this podcast, we'd probably like, I don't know, meet up a couple times a year, actually like go out to the conveni together. So um, yeah, just kind of interesting, I thought. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was, well, not only that, but we found out, so Royal Farms is a genuinely outstanding convenience oh, yeah. store with really, really yeah. good fried chicken. Yeah. And uh, also a gas station. So you get the gas station plus the convenience store with 
very good fried chicken. Yeah. No, that was uh, obviously a great time for me too, Mike. Uh, yeah, hopefully now that uh, I even saw something where the Japanese government was encouraging people to take masks off while outside and stuff like that. So Japan yeah. seems to be kind of heading back to normal. Yeah. Um, America has been back to normal for whatever normal two and is. Two Yeah, we kind of never really. There's about a two week period where we said, okay, we should probably do something. And right. That ended pretty quickly. Yeah. But um, you know, looking forward to heading back to, uh, well, hopefully next year, Karen and I will get over to Japan and go see the uh, countryside konbini over in uh, Kurobe. Yeah, man. And that'll be, that'll be a big one. Talking about big episodes. The first, you know, in Japan, you and me together, prowling. You know, prow I mean, just a cruising. Um, <laughs> in the convenience store. Um, anyway, so yeah, can't wait for that. Um, and just looking forward, you know, to the future. It's been awesome, 100 episodes. That was um, great. Whatever. That was, man, there's been a lot of great stuff over the past couple of years. Yeah, man. Yeah. Surprisingly. Well, one thing you didn't talk, well, we, you mentioned it once, Mike, but... Yes. Uh, a couple of years ago, we held a Konbini tournament. And Mike, mm -hmm. we all know mm -hmm. uh, the World Cup is happening right now. I say we all know. I, I kind of know this is happening. I haven't watched anything. Um, I just found out America was in it and lost. That's sort mm -hmm. of where I'm at with the World Cup. But, um, you know, Mike, um, there's an even bigger tournament that's about to begin. I know it's hard to believe the World Club, World Cup, biggest sporting event, maybe even bigger than the Olympics, maybe. Yeah, we're saying something even bigger than that is coming, and that is the second ever Konbini tournament, Mike. As we hit our hundredth episodes, we are announcing that the twenty twenty two World Konbini Cup mm -hmm. is going to launch, and um, I'd like to spend a few minutes, Mike, breaking it down sure. for our listeners so that they can get ready. Um, Mike, you were part of this, of course, a couple years yep. ago. There were some absolutely savage matches, mm -hmm. uh, some points of truly, uh, you know, spirits uplifted and then oh, yeah. crushed. Yes. Pakari Sweat losing in the final four. So, mm -hmm. big difference. We only had a few hundred followers last time. We don't have that many, about 4,800 now, but we think we'll get an even bigger, bigger. Uh, participation in this year's tournament so right, right um allow me to break it down for our listeners so yeah we got four brackets everybody mm -hmm. just like the ncaa tournaments a knockout yep. tournament you lose once you're done out of there we got the hot box division <sighs> we got the snack division mm -hmm. we got the main meal division and mm -hmm. then we got the beverage division oh, okay yeah. four divisions mike 16 items in each division mm -hmm. ranked one through 16 we spent hours and hours coming up with these rankings mike and yes, as i did. look at them now i feel like we could spend many more hours debating the position of these but no doubt let's introduce our top seeds in each division sure, out of the hot box mike there's no question about it uh, fammy chicky Reigning champion, 2020 Konbini Tournament champion, Fami Chicky leads the hot box division. Mm -hmm. Out of the snack division, we got 
Jagarico, right. the crispy fries, a legendary oh. snack, always great, especially on the Shinkansen. Mm. In the meal division, we got the Umeboshi Onigiri. Yes, wow. sir. Yes, that was sir. my pick to win it all last time, Mike. The Umeboshi Onigiri at mm. number one in the meal yes. division. And then out of the drink division, mm-hmm. I think we're going to have to change these <laughs> seeds a little bit here, Mike. <laughs> but we have canned coffee ranked number one. We're going to adjust one. that because you can't. We, we might have to maybe we might have to do that, Matt. We might have to go from a couple of years before, take those rankings and readjust like that. Because yeah, Umeboshi Onigiri as well. You know, if we're talking about the king from two years ago, that was that was none other than Tunamayo. Tunamayo Onigiri. So I don't know. We'll, we'll have to all right. Forget about those it. single seeds. We're gonna readjust them based on the actual results from the 2020 tournament. Um, but Mike. What are your thoughts on this year? She got any favorites? You got any hopefuls? Who you pulling for? All right, um, Matt. Um, I am really excited about this year. Like you said, first time we did this, we it didn't have much reach. You know, like we'd be happy to get maybe I don't know a hundred votes, maybe fifty votes. I have no fewer idea. than 10, that at the beginning. Like ten we had votes. Fifteen by the end, though, we're getting several hundred. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really excited because I felt, and like I said, if you want to go back and see one of my favorite episodes of all time, that would be Rip Can Coffee, where we give some eulogies to items that didn't deserve the sort of loss that they got. And I think the one that I'm most excited about is Oden, Matt. Um, Oden. Oden. Yeah, Oden. Um, <laughs> can you, I, I forget who they fought who they matched up against in that first round, but I'm pretty sure it was a total loser. If you can zoom over to the left there, it was Oden versus Tsukune, Matt. Tsukune. No, that's a battle there. And Oden (laughs) lost in the first round to Tsukune. Oh, we had Oden at three. Yeah, Oden's, yeah, one one of the classics. So I'm hoping that people, you know... You know, don't have a vendetta out this year, and maybe we get a wider <laughs> range of views. People who love Oden, um, we might have to adjust these seeds as well. But um, it you is know, interesting so to look at these seeds. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we're gonna have to do some adjustment. I would I'm, love. I'm, I would love to see Oden go a couple rounds. Right. Yeah. I, I don't think it's fair. Not losing to Skune. Who's buying Skune? Nobody. Never bought it. You've never bought Skune at the convenience? I got it one time, yeah. Just yeah. one time, though. I don't even remember. I can say I, I actually have never bought Skune from the convenience. Why would you? So Which is why things. we – it's okay. So yeah. there's a lot of hot action coming yes. at you, everybody. Oh, we yeah. Got, let's see. We got uh, 64 teams, so 63 mm-hmm. matches are coming your way over the next several weeks mm-hmm. we're going to find out who the 2022 Convini world cup champion is that's uh, right world cup we gotta we gotta keep Convini this world cup we gotta keep it themed as yeah, much we as possible really sorted the branding so much right, yet we but get we'll it. get to that <laughs> um my favorite you know i'll say this mike mm-hmm I want to see. Okay. And I know it's not going to happen. Okay. Because I actually, one thing I have learned over the last two years is not many people like canned coffee. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> well, I don't know. All right. 
I would like to see canned coffee at least beat drip coffee. I want to see a grudge match. I want to see these two go head to head one more time. And I want to see, uh, I want round two. I want uh, the Thrilla in Manila. You know? Well, Matt, I will say we we are in a privileged position where we can put our hand on the scale. We can match them right off, match them up right off the bat. Oh, at the beginning. Oh, that's an interesting idea. Yeah, we, we get those grudge matches out of the way, make sure they happen. I say we do it. We might have to, let's, you know what, seeds and stuff as well. Maybe we do need to take a little look over if there's some matches we definitely want to have because, you know, we could do canned coffee versus drip coffee right off the bat we could do pizza man versus nico man right off the bat i mean there's well, a that lot was of... a sh- that was a showdown that happened last year it did happen yeah yeah pizza man very strong there's no doubt i i could see a run happening with pizza man yeah. um it was neat i think nico man took down pizza pizza man in their in their head-to-head last year yeah, I think so too. And I think there was there was a there was a mon killer. I can't remember who it was, but there was a mon. It, it was Fammy Chicky. I think Fammy Chicky took down each of the mons. It had, oh, did it really? I'm pretty sure it went head to head right. with each one because we had the Curry Man, the Pizza Man, and the Niku Man. Yeah. We should have had this ready to go. We totally unprepared. But there were some excellent matches last last time, and I'm sure there are going to be some incredible matches this time. This launches, uh, we're recording Sunday, we'll go out Wednesday. The tournament will launch Mm -hmm. on Wednesday with our first rounds. So uh, be on the lookout, everybody, on our Twitter feed. Also, we'll make brackets downloadable Mm -hmm. or accessible through a template on Google Docs. So check that out. Be sure to fill in your brackets before mm-hmm. the tournament starts, so uh, oh, yeah. we'll make those available uh, as well. All right, Matt. Well, uh, super pumped for the uh, super pumped. I'm I'm excited to see what happens here. Ken Fami Chicky, take it again. Back to back. Yeah, we're gonna Will find. We're gonna find out. All right. All right, Matt. Well, hey, hundred episodes, man. It's been a pleasure. Um, just like to give a big shout out as always to everybody who supported us over the years. Um, you know, people have donated, um, but also, you know, people have helped us, you know, like, uh, uncle Andy giving us that music, um, you know, our intro music and the outro as well. Um, my, my co my former coworker, Kim gave us the the art for our, uh, podcast. So, you know, really thankful for that. Just anybody who's like helped us out or, you know, like, um, you know, been, been along for the ride, um, over the years. It's been a lot of fun. New York times, LA times. We got to know. The uh, Convini Scholar. Oh, my gosh. The high point. Dr. Gavin Whitelaw from the Harvard Yeehaw. University. We actually did a webinar with That's him. Right. Thanks to uh, my friend uh, Chisato. Thank you, Chisato, Chisato yeah, for that organizing awesome. that. Yeah. Um, also, thanks to everybody who's uh, contributed to the podcast. Uh, uh actually giving us uh, money to help finance our Canva Pro account, which mm-hmm. uh, we use to produce things like Conveni Art yep. and uh, memes, memes, as well as uh, surveys. Yes. So thank you for that. So, yeah, yeah. And everybody who's like on Twitter as well, who's like participated in any of like our, you know, like um, polls or, you know, halls, Conveni halls and, you know, just, uh, you know, it's so cool. Yeah, like... Um, you know, to, to see what people That was are another buying. highlight. We had uh, early days. We were mentoring, I can't remember his name, but on That's Twitter. Right. 
Yes. I mean, so. uh, he, he was relatively new to Japan. Yes. He was coming back with some hauls, and you know, there were some bad hauls, Mike. And but, yep. but with some coaching, he was he was pulling in some some of the best hauls we've seen. We've seen, and yeah. uh, I'll have to dig up some of those old tweets and bring them back in celebration of the hundredth episode. That was a real highlight. I felt like we did some good with that one in the world. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, you know. And, you know, thanks to Apple Podcasts, Spotify for letting us host on their site and make them lots of money because we're just giving free entertainment out. Um, and YouTube as well. Check us out on Twitter. That's where the uh, the Kombini World Cup, Kombini Tournament Part 2 World Cup edition is, uh, is going to be playing out. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyways, Matt, this is really fun looking over 100 episodes, looking toward to a hundred or a thousand more um but uh for now i'll see you at the convenie i'll see you at the convenie mike <laughs>